Oh, yeah, it's time again for the podcast. What, rocking what, by what, the what, three what, MCs, what? rocking the house for the young ladies. It is the Dallas Bias Club Sports Talk with a little bit of a Dallas Fort Worth flair to it. A little bit, a little bit. Jordan Amati. That's me. Patrick Gallagher on the hey. ones and twos. I'm Blake Higgerson. As we kick this thing off with the catch up. And gentlemen, past week, anything new and exciting with you? Oh, man. Nah, not really. Like, I definitely uh, tried to sell a Red Sox ticket for $8 and nobody bought it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like Red Sox, y'all trash. Bottoming tra- out. Y'all trash. Remember when that ticket used to be like, oh, Hot no. ticket. Hot ticket. Eight bucks, man. Nobody bit. They wouldn't give it to you on the on the package deals. They they excluded those tickets yeah. back then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. couldn't. Yeah. No, no Red Sox on the yeah, package. No, none at all. I guess whenever the Yankees and Red Sox are fighting for, what, fourth place in the Actually, the Red Sox aren't even fighting for it, right? They just chilling. <laughs> but uh, now, one thing, not to run. Uh, I did hear something crazy. Uh, so, any of y'all going to the game on uh, tomorrow on Friday? No, I am not. I might. I have tickets for Sunday. You want to hear a crazy thing that's happening on uh, tomorrow's game? What's happening? Guess who's throwing out the first pitch? Who that is? Wando is making a return to Arlington. He's throwing out the first pitch and accepting his 2015 Hall of Fame jacket. Yeah. The return of Wando out of left field, <laughs> or out of right field, whatever, however you want to say it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's he's back, man. And, you know, he's never around. Hey. He's he's out of town. He's well, he doesn't live here. Lives in Puerto Rico. Does not come to the United States ever. And yeah. so yeah, dude, he's uh embracing. Uh, yeah, his he Ranger was very team. bitter when he got traded away from Texas. When he got, we traded him for Gabe Kapler and Frank Catlinato. <laughs> <laughs> Justin yeah. Thompson would be the headliner of that deal. Yeah, it was going to be the Rangers' ace that yeah. never was. Yeah, that didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, so yeah. that's cool. So, if you got tickets, man, you get to see one of the Rangers' all-time greats. Hey, uh, he's he's night. one of my favorites. Like, honestly, while he was here, he was my favorite Ranger. It's like I loved Pudge and what Pudge did as a catcher. Like, you know, it was amazing. And, you know, and looking back and to see what he did throughout his career is amazing. But the time that Wando was here, he, the run that he was on, like, he was the RBI king of baseball. Yeah. You know. It was it was amazing. My dad was going through some old stuff this week and uncovered, uh, you know, the old packet of photos yeah. from, from the photo mat, and in it was we got a, a first baseline right behind the dugout tickets to the Ranger game that Nolan Ryan was pitching at, and so all these up close pictures you see a young, very slender, Wando in it. Hey, with the hair with the hair dripping. Oh, oh dripping. Yeah. just just dripping. Hey, letting his drip. soul glow. Oh, I'm telling you, man. Glow. He, but, he had the most beautiful hair. <laughs> Patrick, anything good with you this week? Uh, just found out that uh, my insurance is coming through on the car, what, which what, has what? been a, a struggle with them. So that's nice. So you get money, you get in the car. Money. Okay. Money, money, please. Do you like the monies? Good money? <laughs> I, I was expecting the money. I'm glad the money's finally coming, so I can figure out what I'm going to do about a new road. Nice. Uh, we had my mom's 70th birthday party on Saturday. Happy birthday, Blake Mama. And, uh, yeah, that was cool. You know, we talked about this on the show not too long. Uh, well, it's been a while. But we talked about old friends and how many of us still have, like, you know, friends that, and how uncommon it is and how we kind of view it as a suspect if you don't have that yeah. friend that you still talk to from forever. Yeah. So it's cool to see my mom there with uh, two of her friends that she met in first grade were there. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, geez. There's a lot of old friends, stuff like that. So that was cool. Uh, the kid 
Uh, Maddie came in. Uh, she flew in from Austin, and we picked her up, and she went to the party, and then just drove her home. So that was cool that she made the uh, arrangements to be able to come in for it as well. And uh, then Amanda Amanda drove her back, and then uh, house sat for Maso. Amanda just got back in town, so I kind of been bacheloring it, uh, not in not in the coolest way ever. I didn't even get to do nothing. Hey, <laughs> it's just me and the me and the fat puppy. Just, hey, to me, man, it's like just I just when I when I get those opportunities, I watch a lot of action movies. Just senseless action movies. But see, y'all y'all work the same time. So like when I get home off work, I just sit there and chill. I got no bother for hours yeah. to watch whatever I want as long as I can keep my eyes yeah. open. And then since I sleep during the day, yeah. if I get up a little early and watch whatever I want, she's at work. So I don't have that like we don't have the TV. Well, we also don't have the shows that we really watch together anymore. Because oh, okay. we used to. That used to be Saturday. Oh, okay. But we, you know, well, with the writer strike and everything, nothing new is really coming out. We have to yeah. find something old to make new right now. Oh, all right. Well, I, that's a project for me. I'll bring. I'll start bringing some stuff up during uh, stay streaming. Maybe I'll drop something for you. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So uh, big news, guys, uh, and it's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trayvon Dix in practice. 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 So do you think about practice? Tears his ACL, and it's been confirmed on grass, not turf. Okay. You know everybody. That was the next question. First question. Next question. It was. It was. It was the at the star outdoor practice on natural grass. So nothing. Everybody was ready. Everybody was ready to pounce on that. Serious. That turf loosened it up. Yeah, probably right. Hey, that Anthony Richardson concussion, that's definitely a turf concussion. <laughs> and the thing about it is, is you don't want to say it, but of all the position groups, it's the deepest that the Cowboys have. So Outside of safety? Well, yeah, well, defensive back. The defensive backs, backs yeah. Um, but it's not man who's playing so well. Yeah. They're playing all pro level, and you really thank God you got the other side shored up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got some guys, some battle-tested last year into the playoffs. So the big question is, what uh, what do they do, man? Uh, well, we can see if uh, the young uh, Miami corner, Noah uh, Igba, I always destroy his name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, been Gahaney. Ga- yeah, Ibn man, Ibn we'll Ga- figure it out. Yeah. By the end of the hey, make enough plays and we'll figure it Pretty out. Pretty much. We'll they'll f- they'll say it, it enough that you I've know, heard it. I just want to know what, yeah, because, I mean, I was Egbin Yanni. Yeah, Egbin Yanni. But it's, I, but I hear Egbin Gahini, you know, I just. Everybody, it's like, to me, I want to hear him say it. <laughs> That's it. That's when you're going to I want to hear up. him say Give it. Give me an interview with yeah, him. Yes, so I just want. Yeah, and I want to hear him correct somebody who destroyed. So you think he's you think he's an actual possibility? Well, I I, I would just say that because to me, Deron Bland, I think, would be the logical choice choice to slide outside, and it's about who can step up in that nickel situation. Well, and and I think that we got Jordan Lewis. We have Jordan Lewis who came back last week, but we know he's back. But it kind of seems like Dan Quinn is obsessed with pterodactyl type of cornerbacks, you know? Right. And it's like he don't got long enough arms for this, like you know. That's what we've heard. But he is a nickel, and it's all it's a little bit different. You approach the nickel different nickel situation a little bit different than you do your outside corners. So I would like to see with Jordan Lewis getting some playing time last week. I would think it would make sense for Bland to just slide outside and Lewis to be that nickel. But who knows? Well, you can't do it the opposite way. Yeah, you can't do it the opposite way because he's definitely not going to play outside corner for no. Uh, so it's really who can play that outside corner. Now we're really deep at safety, and I'm pretty sure that Dan Quinn can do some fancy zone type coverage stuff right. where you can have Malik Hooker to where he can kind of play like deep zone coverage like a cornerback, but you don't necessarily want him going man to man with like your elite like type of receivers out here. Right. Your, your skilled route runners. So I, I, it's, it's, it's. So I think Izzy got some work and they moved him back last year, and it looked like he might, but they moved him back to safety. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and we're just so deep at safety. I can't, you know, I just hope that we're not going to screw that development up with him by moving him back and forth, back and forth, well, back to and me, forth. I, I just, I think that. But at the same time, if he can come in and lock that corner position down. And to me, I've always felt that he's 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 a he's a safety for other teams, but for Dan Quinn, that's your corner, man. That's right. your type of corner. So I get it that we didn't we didn't trust our safety death last year to where it, it was required to move him back and forth, but Marquise Bell is here. You know what I'm saying? Juan uh, Thomas, Thomas is here. here. You know what I'm saying? You signed, re-signed like, you know, Malik. You got Jeff Kirsch. You got, I mean, got, dude, We got stacked. Wilson coming back. We you got, got Wilson practice today. Like, yeah, you see Kirsch make a play. It's just like, oh, I forgot he was here. You know what I'm saying? Because you got these young kids running around making plays. It's insane. Yeah, so I would think it would make sense for Izzy to be an outside – an option at outside corner, but I don't see that they necessarily. And there's Eric Scott Jr. Who yeah, there's Eric Scott Jr. Who has just like. who has been a great practice player. The biggest thing with him has been he hasn't been a gamer yet. Yeah, and that will come. I mean, you're just gonna get over and, that mental and, block. And my thing with him, it's just it's just hard for me to get behind a guy who's like played in the Sun Belt and had all these attributes and still wasn't even an honorable mention all-conference player. You know what I'm saying? It's like you want to see some accolades whenever you see that type of athleticism against a lower tier of competition. But it's like, but, you know, but they're the, that's why he was a seventh-round pick or sixth-round pick, I'm saying. But uh, I, I just think that – I don't know if he's he had a, he had a lot. He had a lot of weird issues and had a lot of growing up to do and, yeah. and finally figured it out and – I think it's you know just he's still he's still on the right path. Yeah, just, and you know, and it'd be it's a lot's a lot for him to figure out right now. And I just think that we're deep enough with with other options to where it's like kind right. of right. When you're working, you got yeah. you're working towards yeah. To me, Eric uh, Scott, January. Yeah, you're working yeah, towards Eric the playoffs. More like towards the end of the season, I want to see something. I want to see him pop on special teams before I reward him even with uh, with the, with the spot on well, defense. You know, I think in the meantime, what we're lucky is is that we don't we've got two more weeks of suspect opponents. And then you want to start having some answers there, suspect. Because you can, because you can work in some guys in and out yeah. while you're going up against these guys. Because the only question you're going to have is, are they going to even get a chance to really play? Because yeah. the pass rush has been so good. And that's another thing that helps you out at corner is the pass rush has been so great. It's like they just you don't, don't have to play anyway, corner you know great because yeah. I mean, and they've been under fire, which leads us to um, looking back at the week that was with the Jet ETS Jets Jets Jets, and I tell you guys, wow! Um, you know, I figured that they, I figured one thing would happen. Huh. I figured that Garrett Wilson or somebody they'd get one cheap touchdown, yeah, yeah. and they got theirs out of Garrett Wilson. Um, yeah, I think people were overhyping the game a little bit. I think the I think the how, Cowboys uh, as far as what how dominant the Cowboys right. were because there were a couple it plays. More, it's more how bad the Jets are and not how dominant the Cowboys were. Do you? Well, I think that the Cowboys didn't play an all around dominant game. I think you know you look at it, they win uh, by twenty. Yeah. Okay, not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, no red zone activity so to yeah. speak of, and the fact that you know they got ten points. Well, you know, could have had seventeen. Yeah. On a pick six. Should have had 17 on a pick six. Well, I think it was a good coming out moment for uh, Brandon Aubrey. You know, I think 100%. Was, it's like, he, you know, let us sit a lot more comfortably at home to where it's like we kind of got a kicker. You know what I'm saying? I I just think that. I will say this. Uh-huh. The, 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 the one great takeaway that I do have from the offense is, dude, that was supposed to be one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. And. And while Pollard didn't have a great yards per carry and everything, they they consistently moved the ball yeah. on that team, doing whatever that they wanted. Yeah, hey, get three point 
Get point three point three five, and guess what? You'll get a first down. Exactly, and that's and that's what they did. I mean, he had yeah seventy yards on I think uh, twenty five carries. Twenty five carries, seven catches. He ended up with thirty two touches, a career high. Now, to me, that's a little high. That's yes. a little high. To me, yeah. it's like, and I just felt like we the game was kind of in hand a little bit earlier, but I felt like they could have taken him out of drive earlier because I think there was a drive where. He got a carry, then Rico got a carry, then it was all Pollard, 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 then another drive, then another drive. I think he ended up getting like, like he got eight more carries after Rico touched the ball. And I just felt like Rico could have came. But there in were just dropped. so many plays yeah. that they had to play because they had the ball so. But, you hard. know, and, and you know, and Pollard's yards per carry isn't looking that impressive right now. But it's well, like, but he is, look, he's coming back from the injury, look at the, well, and, we're, and we're playing against good defenses. That so. defensive line, you yeah. still have to look at that defensive yeah. line is still really, really good. Like. That's the thing you got to be impressed by the Cowboys is the fact that that defensive line, it's not, wow, the Cowboys just overpassed. That is a good defensive line. Yes. You take that against Quinn and Williams and, and the rest of the guys that they have out there. They're no slouches. Yeah. Uh, Dak wasn't dropping back and having all the time in the world. They still had to do run you know their little West Coast offense to move the ball. They just did it really well. Uh, the other thing was the fact that the Jets seemed to – just disregard having a game plan for C.D. Lamb, yeah. who continues to come out and make a make a, a name for himself as one of the top five wide receivers in the league, or trying to get into that. Yeah, and uh, we just get that keep, paper. Man, it's one of those things that, like, dude, the more you feed him, the more you're gonna have to mm, high dollar. And uh, who you know, it, it, this week, Micah Parsons uh, got another surprising only his third defensive player. Of the week award, how shocking is that? Only the third time he's been defensive player of the week. Uh, Jordan, uh, give me is he the ones. best player in the NFL right now? Hold on one second, Pat. Difficulties. Uh, at his position, certainly. Uh, defensively, yeah. Overall, I don't know. I would say I would say he's probably, if not the best, top three, no question. Uh, okay. I mean, we're going to end up having to pay him through the nose. Uh, you know, I hey, you know what? If he's the best, then pay him. Yeah, I already, I, I, I never have a problem pay, I already paying the it. best player. I already yeah. knew it. I already, I, I can tell it's you. A I great told, problem. To I have. think I told you this last year when we were talking about uh, paying people and, and things like that. That the, one of the things that they talking about, not necessarily keeping the powder dry, but one of the things that Jerry Jones I know has been on his mind from day one is what is this guy going to end up costing me? And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be $40 million a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bosa, well, what did Bosa got? got 34. 34. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah he's going to smoke right it. On, he's yeah. going to smoke it because he's not going to be the first to sign, so somebody else is going to get 35, 36, and – and he's going to set the market. and he's, I'm different, man. <laughs> and you can't argue against it because one of the best things about him that you don't get out of some of the other guys, Micah Parsons makes everybody else on the field better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he is a legitimate leader. Like I, What I would really love to know is what Demarcus Lawrence feels about him because Demarcus Lawrence, I mean, the hot boys he, defense. Yeah, it was the yeah. hot boys defense. Dude, it's HO defense, homie, and and, and, I, and yet it's, at the same time he still takes a, a leadership role. But and, to me, it's like, yeah, he's a lead by example guy, and he's a veteran who's been there for a long time. But here's the thing: we've always liked Demarcus Lawrence, but here's the thing: Demarcus Lawrence is always supposed to have been a, be a complimentary pass rusher to a superstar, and that's what gives you a great defense, and that's that's what we have now with Michael Parsons. It's like I remember whenever Michael Parsons first came to camp, and he was what playing defensive end just because of injuries, and like. 
I remember Tank Lawrence saying, wow, he's teaching us some things. And here we are now. It's like he's teaching everybody. It's his, de- it's his defense. Yeah. I hope I hope that nobody in, on that team thinks otherwise. Yeah, but I would say, like, him and Patrick Mahomes, man, it's like Patrick Mahomes, he's he's the face of the league. They do but, things different. They, get, they like, do yeah. things that nobody else yeah. is doing. It's like he he's every bit as special as Patrick Mahomes is as a quarterback offensively. Like, Michael Parsons lines up over yeah. center, yeah. practices the move he's yeah. going to do two times, and then does that move to the guy who just said – he Larry Bird it. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah. You watch me. I'm going to do this move on you. And then does it and gets right past him. Yeah, but it's just with both of those guys, you know, two guys that I knew were great in college. <laughs> and, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, I said he's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Everybody's like, you're crazy. He's another terrible tech quarterback. It's like, nah, man, this dude's dad threw heat. He, th- he got a cannon. Check it out. And here he goes. And Michael Parsons, it's like, dude runs a 4 3. dad threw heat, but I'll tell you what, yeah. I went and looked back at his daddy's stats. Yeah. It's like, Wow, he how were you time. in the league this long with these awful stats? Oh, he was – hey, every, hey, Josh Sorbs, baby. <laughs> dude, make, dude, I'm telling you, man, he'd have, been, he'd have been the ace of the Rangers bullpen with his 5-6-8 ERA, <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, Josh dude. Sorbs is hitting is over here at that 5-8-0, so he'd be right in front of Sorbs. It's like, yeah, we'll get into some Rangers. Uh, Pollard, are you worried about what the, what the workload you I am, so I, I, I am, because to me, I just think that – Give, give Dowdell an opportunity. I just think that he's been on this team long enough. You gave him a roster spot. I just think that there's – like, you know, I, he's averaging 3.8. Pollard's averaging 3.6. I think that there's not, there's not a big enough drop-off right now because Pollard's kind of playing himself – you know, all the Cowboy stars are kind of playing themselves into football game shape because they haven't played in any preseason action. So it's kind of fun to see that they're actually just warming up on these guys right now. So that's, that's the one positive I have taken out of seeing the offense. But – uh, I, I do think that they need to involve Dowdell more. I'd like to see a little bit more of those little gadget, those p- plays that they've been doing with Deuce Vaughn, the Deuce Vaughn slash Turpin package. Mm-hmm. Now, it sh- to me, Turpin looks like he's more effective right now in that package, but it kind of seems like they're interchangeable as far as how they're using him in that role. Like I would say that they probably on their depth chart. I, dude, they I think the Deuce same is still getting you know? used to the speed, and the size, and yeah. uh, it's not overwhelming to him. It's still something to get used to. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I found kind of interesting when you talk about the Pollard thing is the fact that, yeah, I don't think his, I think his workload doesn't need to be that high. 20 touches is, is perfect. Uh, because what I've seen out of him so far is it looks like it's a team of role players mm-hmm. and CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. If anything, CeeDee Lamb is the star. And everybody CD else and company. has been yeah. just role, do your role. Come in. You do this, you come in, you do this, you come in and do this, because nobody else has been featured or fired. You know, they've got their plays and stuff like that, but, you know, uh, CD has been what moves the offense the most, which is good. I mean, that's what you want in a number one wideout. But everybody else is just kind of cool as long as we're winning, as long as we're, you know, nobody's complaining. Of course, nobody should be complaining because everybody, frankly, is getting more touches than what they did uh, last year. Um, But... It was a good. It was a good win. Uh, they've got another what should be cakewalk this week in Arizona. Don't say that. That's some jinx. I don't care. It's, I know it's Josh. It's, it's like that. Yeah. It's hey man. Didn't Josh Dobbs kind of run around on us last year uh, when he came in for the Titans? I don't hey, I, I, all I know, it's like, well, all right, let's get into Joshua it. Dobbs is not a bad quarterback. Like, look. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, a good genius. backup quarterback. He's he is a, a genius. Genius, genius, genius. He, he is, is going to put a man into space. He's just yeah. not going to bring a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Two different qualities. 
but the team's just not good. He's man. a smart guy. The team's just not good. Guy. You're looking at the fact that they made one of the best trades ever with the Texans because yeah. if their organization wasn't so dysfunctional, you're looking at a team who could be getting Caleb Williams and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. back-to-back one and two in the draft. How and, big a failure is that if you go for your third top ten quarterback pick in, the li- in like six years, seven years? Like, And to me, it's like they're just going to have to trade Kyler somewhere. Maybe Sean Payton wants him. I don't know. But I just think that they're going to have just too high a pick to keep keep going on with Kyler. Right. Uh, it's it's yeah. get Shador Sanders. Yes. <laughs> Actually, he just came. They just came out and said that he's going to definitely come back for his senior. Yeah. Dude. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He said, said, said he ain't he ain't finished. So so, so he's back up on the Sanders children power rankings. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. That's the thing, by the way. <laughs> oh no, I know he power ranks his children, which yeah. is kind of awesome. Hey. I would. <laughs> He's like, what? You going to tell? I'm just the only one to admit it. You don't tell me you don't got no favorite I, kid. Don't tell me you don't know which kid will push you in a home real quick yeah. and which kid will take care of you. Well, you don't know. Do you tell me which kid you can trust with a credit card and which kid you can't? Which kid you can leave home alone? Which kid you can't? Like, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Well, and did he even said, you know, he's like, everyone got a, got a pick six. He's like, yeah, that was, that was cool. He's like, you know, Shooter's out there doing some stuff, too. And I'm They're like, yeah, he's doing great. He's like, okay. yeah, but he's supposed to. So, yeah, he ain't number one on the power rankings. Yeah. He was supposed to do that. He may be number one overall. He's not power ranked number yeah. one. So, uh, yeah, we'll get they got to they gotta do top. something there at the at the position. I don't. The biggest thing is Caleb Williams pretty much always like, I don't have to go in the draft. Yeah. He like, have God, to. man. I, and I, this is a little side note. I will do whatever I can in my power to in multiple leagues. <laughs> no, to draft. Well, guys, gonna suck if he goes to Arizona Cardinals. We will. Marvin Harrison Jr. Good God Almighty. That's a is man. The That's truth. A man. Um, I'm trying to think of the the wide receiver that was. Um, I can't think of a wide receiver that I think has been better coming out of college than he's like he's him. He's Julio Jones with A.J. Green's hands. He's him. He's just <laughs> He's him. him. He's him. He's him. That's uh, him. The pedigree, the size, the speed, the competition level he's faced, and just scorched. I mean, he's got – I'm trying to think of the, the notches. Maybe somebody in his family could kill you. <laughs> I was going to say, you better not hey. talk bad about him. <laughs> That's – I didn't say, I don't know, maybe. Somebody, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. Maybe Andre – well, even Andre Johnson wasn't, like – it's like, all right, here's who I hate to say, Charlie Rogers. Because <laughs> Charlie Rogers was like, you know, just I'm saying just how, like, undoubtedly, like, you saw him play in college and you thought that he was like, all right, let's let's be real. It's like Randy Moss. Let's be like, Randy Moss was the last guy where you were just like, yeah, look at them, look at them soccer socks just moving down the field at Marshall. Remember them soccer Nike socks, the – yeah, the striped ones. Yeah, I mean, he but he still had question marks because well, Marshall yeah. and yeah, uh, and from Florida stuff. State and from Notre Dame because you ended up yeah, you know, had some problems. I, so I can't think of anybody that's had as much. Uh, you know, there are people who loved. Uh, I guess Andre Johnson probably the most hyped. I, well, I guess, think, but maybe. even Andre Johnson, I think. Uh, but he was. I don't think Andre there on the same level yeah. <laughs> of, of talent. Yeah, I, I, I guess Andre Johnson would be the closest just because as far Calvin as... Calvin you know, Johnson wasn't hyped a ton because of, you know, the yeah, offense Yeah, because they didn't throw in. the ball in yeah, it's I mean, like It's like, yeah. It was like you could see that he could do it, yeah. but I mean, he's like got a guy who's like, you know, he's 700 yards a season. I would say that Julio was... if, if, if You're right. The, that draft, Julio yeah. and AJ, AJ well, that was yeah. a big... I would say it's like, thing. boom. It's like y'all just fused together. And like he's better. He's, he's better. Yeah. He's better. He'll be better. Yeah. He's got better size. He's got better. Julio's size. 
And yeah, he's got the hand. He's, and, and he's pedigree, man. It's like it's like his dad's been teaching him how to run routes. It's like right. if you're that big and you can run routes, it's it's over. And that's all you can say about the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, is that they? Yeah, we're talking. We're already talking. We're talking about your draft. Is that they will have that's that how bad at, at the second pick okay, in, the, so, in the NFL draft? Yeah, development. That's nothing to talk about with them. Well, as far Christian as that Kirk, key. Christian Kirk probably beat uh, somebody for a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, now, and that's about it. Now, my key matchup is probably is going to involve their right side of the line because I actually do like Paris Johnson, their first-round draft pick from Ohio State. I actually thought he was my highest-rated tackle just because I – you know, the Northwestern kid, you know, the Northwestern guys, they've done it before, so they'll do it again. But I just was afraid of his size. And to me, if Zach Martin's a guard, then you're every 6'4 guy's a guard too. So I'm just going to hate forever. So if Zach Martin can't play tackle, neither can you. But I just think that Paris Johnson versus uh, our pass rush, you know, yeah. it's the rotation because it's not it's not going to stop. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to stop. Pat Green said it, wave on wave. Yeah. It's just waves you know and that, waves and waves. The best he, thing the Cowboys have done, in my opinion, and it comes back to what we're dealing with uh, with the dig situation is uh, under Garrett and everybody in between Jones and now or uh, Jimmy Johnson and now. Drafted players to be backups. Yeah. We draft this guy. What do you think he's going to do? Well, he is going to do some special teams, and we're looking at him going to be backup. Uh-uh. You draft <laughs> a guy with the intention that he should if be If you a draft start. a guy to be a backup, then you just got somebody who's going to get cut. You draft guys to start. You know what I'm saying? It's There's competition. There is so much competition on this team right now where you're like, it's not an if, it's a when. Somebody's going to get their position took. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at this defensive line. Dude, I mean, when is Sam Williams going to put it together and somebody's going to lose the position of Sam Williams? Yeah. Osa is coming out strong right now. Uh, you know, you just got guys across the, you know, the, you know, people biting after Vander Esch's job. Yeah. You know, all over the place. And they got guys that, you know, you're looking at now, hey, man, maybe this digs thing isn't going to be the worst thing ever because we got guys who can survive it. You know, where in the past it was just like you're just done. And uh, you look at uh, Arizona, and they just don't have, you know, anything. They don't have anything good to talk about, really. Uh, James Conner's not going to be able to rush against this this defense. Uh, Dobbs, I just don't know how you game – how with that team you game plan. Uh, I will say this. Uh They went out there and had a – Shocking performance against yeah. the Commanders. Who well, what, didn't they just put Buda to... Baker on the IR, so he's not even playing this weekend. I think their best defensive player is Xavier Collins, and he's pretty much learning a new position again because they're moving him to a 3-4 edge guy. So they're just trying to figure stuff out. This is a uh, team This is a team that is uh, – I can't think of a team that will overtake them for the number one position. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't see – even bringing back uh, – you know – if you bring back Kyle, if Kyler Murray comes and plays for this team, it's really just to. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? You just ruining your draft stock. <laughs> I mean, well, he was playing for an uh, audition to keep his job there, or so anybody else might want him. Yeah. Uh, because you're. Hey, it's under- like because guess what? Because if you're them, it's like maybe you do want Marvin Harrison Jr. and you have Kyler, and then you fix it right then and there instead of going for a Caleb and you trade down because it's like this guy hasn't had all he's had is. Like a often available, not very available. What DeAndre Hopkins? He could be making a trade with the with the Chicago Bears. Try to make right on trading their first round pick. Yeah, <laughs> could be, could be. Uh, this week's matchups, pick them. Let's go with the Cowboys first because you know what we do. Well, how about uh, Cowboys win if they just win? 
<laughs> Cowboys win if they all, uh, if as long as they stay away from anything that can give you E. coli. Yeah. Um, you know, they, you know, no car crashes, plane crashes. Hey, leave the shrimp alone. Don't be getting Yeah, Yeah, boys, don't, you man. know, I, I'd say pretty much, guys, turkey sandwiches. Let's keep everything cool on our tum-tums. Mm-hmm. Um, let's probably shut down practice for the rest of the week. Let's watch little, some little films, do some walkthroughs. Yeah. Um, and, and that, then the Cowboys will win. The Cowboys will win with Cooper Rush. The Cowboys will <laughs> win with Trey Lance. The Cowboys will win. The Cowboys will win. So the, Cowboys what, will the win. only way the Cardinals win is so the Cowboys lose if that's it, right? So my thing is if all they can do is like if they decide to start running triple option with Josh Dobbs and James Conner and they have some fast running back that I've never heard of before. Because the Cowboys will lose if Micah Parsons breaks or breaks his leg and the rest of the team is so fucking depressed if, if, if that a, they just kind of like Mari DiMarcato breaks out and has like and takes over the number one running back job. That's how they win. Okay. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you know, they might as well start giving some burn. Like, what? Hey, to me, I think Connor's that Connor, not, Connor needs a, a, a counter guy. And I think that Mercado well, would be they, a perfect they're, compliment they're teams back that need running backs, yeah. and they should just do themselves and Connor a favor and yeah. be like, hey, dude, tell your agent, if you can find somebody to take you, go, because you're not going to win here. We're not, you know, save us some money, get us some draft capital, because there's no point in having them on the team. Now, I would be upset if BJ... If they had a quarterback that, worth a fuck, I'd say the Cowboys need to talk to their owner while they're hanging out. Now, now be now like, I want to say that BJ Ojolari hasn't really played that much for him, uh, so I would be very upset if he just comes out of nowhere, gets his first start, and just like, oh, we have no film on him. We didn't see him coming. Like, I would hate... Don't If he gets ASAC, I'm mad. Unless it's like on Cooper Rush or Trey Lance because Dak is chilling on the bench because we up by a lot. I think that the Cowboys will try to... Will, might not look great in this game, but I think what they're going to do is they're going to also have the ability to kind of like try some stuff. Yeah, it's going to be an ex- it's going to be extended practice. I don't know. I like my secret theory this last week. This whole red zone thing. I think that they're not showing a bunch of stuff on purpose. I think that that's possible. I think they're you holding think that, it for San Francisco. Yeah. It's almost like once Aaron Rodgers went down, it's like all right, we got a different playbook. Yeah, I, I, no, straight up, yeah, like, that's, I agree. that's exactly what I yeah. said because I was like. They don't need to get fancy. Yeah, like they don't. There's no. It was, yeah, the game was under control. Yeah. For, yeah. and so I don't. That's why I jump. think that red zone stuff. I'm like everybody made it a big deal, and I'm like I just think that they're not going to show it. Well, what you saw was the first first drive of the game. They just went down there, drove it all the way, and I think you're right. I think they said, okay, we got a red zone touchdown. We got it all the way down here. You know, let's uh, pack it up, boys. And I did love seeing Aubrey kick. Five field goal. Yeah, he is. I'll tell you what, he is my cowboy of the week right there. Cowboy uh, of the week is is game him. ball. He gets the game ball. Uh, CD went off. I keep, I keep, I keep, <laughs> I keep. It worries me, man. It worries me how many times we've seen Jerry Jones like be like, "No, we got a guy." You're like, "The fuck you do?" And then him be right. Hey, Anytime he's was, right, it scares the shit out. This is the thing of that everybody's always asked. It's like, why don't soccer players just start kicking? <laughs> just like when you're done playing soccer, just kick, just kick, just work on it. You got a leg. You got a leg. This is it. It's like, you know, maybe since you played a real sport, you won't uh, you won't get the yips because if you're a kicker, all your whole life is like, it comes down to you, man. Well, we're lucky it's that like, he had a girlfriend. We're man. lucky he had a girlfriend who wanted more out of her life. Yeah. I don't know, motherfucker. Why don't you start, you know, working Try on this, this fucking out. kick this shit, man? Because uh, I, didn't, I didn't come. To, I, didn't, I didn't link up with you to watch you sell some insurance. I looked up with you when you were in the MLS, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. That's so great. you better be, you know, I don't know, doing some shit. Know what I'm saying? 
Them jersey, chasers, them jersey chasers are strong in the MLS. They know the roster. All them ladies know they don't. They know they, know they worth. <laughs> they know. Well, fuck, if you're gonna get Either. this, you need to be making this. Yeah. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to lease no more points. Dennis is this. No, I'm just <laughs> so um, we're, we're all in agreement. Right, yeah, Cowboys. Okay. Uh, uh, the over under is forty three and a half, and the Cowboys. Dude, spread on the Cowboys is dangerous. Yeah, it's 12 and a half. I'm not touching it. I don't touch double-digit spreads. I unless either I'm, in and, the NFL. And, yeah, unless I'm betting on the dog, uh, and I'm not going to bet on the dog in this one. But I would definitely probably take the under. It just seems like they're just right around 40 points every game. So, <laughs> I think it seems safe to go with the under at 43. Yes, assuming, that our, assuming that Arizona does not get three, four points. Yeah. Um, now, Jordan, let's, let's – uh, how, how do we do last week? Uh, last week uh, – I think I, I went I went about five hundred last five hundred okay five hundred last week we'll uh, we'll get an official score on that and we'll keep track of that but uh, I'll we'll update y'all next week on that so let you know well you know at the end of the month we'll see where we stand sounds good this week's pickups what do you got for us this week I got the Minnesota Vikings pl- at uh, beating them Chargers covering that one and a half point spread that's a noon game. I just don't believe in Brandon Staley at all. I don't even think that he deserves oh, to have that job. And I think uh, that and, and Kevin O'Connell is a guy who I've been a fan of as a player and a coordinator. And it's like so I just think that Kevin O'Connell is licking his chops, waiting for this opportunity to destroy this fake defensive genius. Well, I think the other thing is uh, another, he's got another, another, guys another one. Uh, Joshua Kelly came back to earth. Yeah, uh, they got no Eckler. They don't even have a timetable on Eckler. Yeah. Um, yeah, things to are, me it's like, things are yeah. yeah going in a bad direction for the Chargers. And, yeah, I'm with you. Brandon Staley just does not look like yeah. he's going to be the guy. He is they, not, they've squatted too many good teams him. with bad coaching, and they got to get somebody in there. Who just went to Minnesota, like, in the last day or two? Didn't somebody go to Minnesota? Uh, Minnesota just, Akers. They, yeah, they picked yeah, up they Akers. Picked up, they right. traded for Cam Akers, yeah. Which, Judge. God, if you if you were super excited about having Madison. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but Kevin O'Connell was his coordinator when he was – but, you know, it's a coordinator under – you know, and in, in for the Rams, so McVay's really pretty much calling the plays. So it's kind of a enemy type situation. But he's a young guy who played in the league recently and is a quarterback. They'll just consider you a great offensive mind if you're around those people. But I do think that Kevin O'Connell is a great offensive mind. They will win that game. Mm-hmm. Next game, I got them Dolphins beating up on them Broncos because I don't have any faith in them Broncos. I, I think it'll be a high-scoring affair, but that's because the, the, the Dolphins, Dolphins will be scoring think, a lot think, of points. Well, I think Denver's going to have to score to keep yeah, up. Yeah, and they'll have to score be, to keep up. Be. And I can see Russell Wilson having a two-touchdown game, you know, but I can see Tua having four. So I just made, I just recently uh, made a change. I took out a, took out Trevor Lawrence against the suspect Houston team and decided, you know what, I'm rolling with Tua. Oh, yeah. That, that's a nice combination. But, uh, yeah, uh, but I'm definitely going with the Dolphins to cover the six and a half. That's another noon game. Uh, now at 325, the afternoon game, I'm taking. You said you are going to stay away, but you couldn't help yourself. Hey, man, I'm taking – well, I'll take the dog in a double digit. Oh. So I'm taking the Bears to cover the 12 wow. and a half. Because maybe they've just been saving just because – remember when Justin Fields was running last year and they were winning or being entertaining – it's like, and then they now they just forgot to do that anymore. It's like, now nah, we gonna drop back. Now we throw it forty times a game because that's what we gonna do with the quarterback that runs a four four that had one of the greatest rushing seasons last year. Nah, they gonna unleash Justin Fields. He gonna be a problem. He gonna be a problem. They gonna lose by by ten points. But that, but I believe I believe Chicago will cover. And I think that I'm going with the points. I think there's gonna be some a lot of points scored in this game. 
Okay. So, uh, All right. well. so I'd even go over the, uh, I want to say it's at 48 and a half. So I would even go over with the 48 and a half. And now for Monday Night Football. This is a little unexpected. Two undefeated teams. The undefeated Eagles and the undefeated Fighting Baker Mayfields of Tampa Bay. Yeah. You know, the, hey, you know what? If you told me four year, five years ago this would be happening, I'd believe it. <laughs> if you told me last month this would be happening, you would damn lie. <laughs> but, yeah, the undefeated Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, hey, guess what? He found out – Baker Mayfield found out one thing that we knew Johnny Manziel already knew. It's like just throw it up to Mike Evans. He's going to get it. He's going to make you look good. He's going to make you look real good. Just throw it up there. He'll figure it out. The ageless wonder. Well, I guess not ageless. It's just like use like how you just turning thirty and you've been in the league ten years with thousand yard seasons every year and ten touchdowns every year. Just Mr. Consistency. He's always hurt, but he always plays. Yep. He's and a baller. Gets it done. Hey, I, I will I'll, I'll every time my trigger in fantasy football drafts is as soon as you draft Chris Godwin, I draft Mike Evans. That's what I do. And it usually works out. But uh I do, I do have Tampa Bay covering because it seems like Philadelphia's been playing a lot of teams closer. They're the team to beat in the NFC, and I feel like you know you got. They've not been as dominant yeah. as everyone thought said they were going to be uh, so far this season. Yeah, so I just think that it'll be another close game, and I think that Philadelphia might win by a field goal. But I definitely see Tampa Bay covering, hosting a Monday night game, which I don't see how they got a Monday night game. Do they think Tom Brady would be back? Do we not have a Sunday night game on here? Oh, I ain't messing with that game. That game's way. What what, what game is it? Yeah, we ain't messing with that. Well, I just want to know what it was. Okay, here we go. Do, do. I know we're not. I, I'm fine with not Pits, messing with Thursday. Pittsburgh, I mean, God. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and, and Vegas. God, man, I don't want to see Pittsburgh play ever again. Yeah, yeah. That Kenny was, Pickett that, versus Jimmy Garoppolo. I think I'll be watching uh, God, other that, things. That, 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 that Browns. Uh, I can't believe the fact. It's just the Browns and Pittsburgh put up that many points is the shocking thing because both of those teams are so bad. Hey, the Browns. They're, they're, they're that color for a reason. Um, so, you know, before we wrap up with the NFL, uh, a lot of injuries this week. Any moves that anybody should be making, you think? That oh, man. Should be called? Um, Nobody's called Playoff Lenny. Hey, you know what? Kareem Hunt got the call. You knew that was happening. It was meant to be. Uh, they still say we're sticking with Jerome. Well, of course they'll stick with Jerome for this week. It's like, you, you know. You think Kareem takes over the starting job? I, I I see a timeshare. You know, I just think that Jerome Ford, I don't, he didn't do enough last year for me to think that there's that carryover. But he did look good whenever he took over in that game. And Jerome Ford, he is a former Alabama running back, you know, that's a, by way of Cincinnati. But, you know, whenever you're in a room with Najee Harris, Damian Harris, Josh Jacobs, you kind of just say, it's like, uh, I guess Harris. I'm not, I'm not the guy. I guess I am not. Is Najee Harris's career over? Hey, man, I, maybe he just needs to – Move to a team where you just like, hey, guess what? You're a fullback. You catch the football, and we're just gonna use you. Like, so yes, <laughs> he, 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 I don't know, man. I just, <laughs> he was so good. I mean, and he's not even getting fat. You can't even look at him and be like, he's Eddie Lacy two No, he's it's just, just like he's just not effective running the football. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he's just he's just gonna give you that three point. What if he's not gonna average four yards a carry? I feel like I could drop him off fantasy football league and then we pick him up. Hey, to me though, it's like he's like he's like uh like a poor man Stephen Jackson. <laughs> no, he's like bad. He's just like Stephen Jackson. It's like he's like Steven Jackson at the end, I guess. Hey man, Stephen Jackson had a lot of sub four point sub four uh, carry seasons, and I think Eddie George did too. So they just some big dudes just. Just not even getting four yards. Man, that's that's a real compliment to Najee Harris there that I don't think he. Deserves. No, 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 no. He ain't there. 
Because he's more hamburglar yeah. than those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so no natural segue. I like oh, for him to be a backup running back for the Cowboys. Compliment Tony Pollard. <laughs> sure, why not? He can be a backup anywhere. Yeah, I'm sure he brings brings me a nice cafe latte. Yeah. Uh, making the natural move to college football here on the Dallas Bias yeah. Club. Jordan Body, Patrick Gallagher, myself, Blake Hickerson. Uh, Longhorns number three. Yeah, big eh? question mark. Eh? Man, I've seen I've seen eh? I've seen ten teams better than them since college football season started. They ain't the number three team. They they're the number two. They at best the number two team in the Big Twelve. I still think I think Oklahoma's better than them. Mm. I do. Okay, I do because I do not believe in Quinn Ewers, and I. I Cause to me, it's like it's like these are the games where you're supposed to pad your stats, dog. You can't win a Heisman if you don't throw for 400 against UTEP. Uh, or, or like, you know I don't think anybody's uh, expecting him to win the Heisman. I think that Sarkeesian realizes that. I think that that basically that Longhorns are going to win by team football. You know, yeah. might be offense one week, might be defense, might be. Well, Jonathan they, Brooks they, they, they don't have, running back, and their defense looks solid. So I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that. The plan is for Ewers to the plan is for Ewers not to lose a game with them, but but three, you know, who cares? It's college football; it'll all get figured out closer towards the end of the year. Um, and, but Longhorns being third is good for college football heading into the. Uh, it is, but Red my River biggest thing rivalry. is like, like I think Quinn Ewers. You know who who my my NFL comp is already. It's like this dude is Mark Sanchez. Everybody just wants to crown this person just because in high school you heard he was great. I'm like, all right. Mark Sanchez, you'll get drafted real high, and then you'll butt fumble your ass out there. <laughs> he makes some throws. He makes he makes some he throws some good deep balls here and there. And I'll pound and the table like Pete Carroll yelling he's not ready when he goes pro after this year. <laughs> uh, and he's not. He is not ready. Uh, I will say that. Um, I'll take Shadur over him. They don't. Uh, you know, they get another opportunity to go ahead and see how good he is against a bad Baylor team we'll talk about that yeah, my thing is it's like he it's like my the whole thing with him and I'll get off of it it's like he's not six foot four and 230 pounds enough to fail to, to not be great all the time you know what I'm saying like he has to be more consistent because he's not six four he's not he's not arch manning he's, he's not, not better he's not better than Sam Ellinger yeah yeah no it's like to me he's just you got a cannon but your arm's just so inconsistent to me, it's like you have weapons. You have one of the most dangerous receiving cores in football, and you're not using them. You have one of the best tight ends in football. You got the best tight end not named Brock Bowers in college football, and you're not using him. Jonathan Brooks showed you that you have a starting running back in college football who could be an all-Big 12-type player. The problem is Quinn Ewers. I really think that there's part of Sar Sarkeesian who is like, dude, can you twist an ankle? He's like, I want, I, I can't, and not for, and not for like what everybody, not for what the fans want. Yeah. The fans want Arch. Right. We're like, nah, nah for Malik Murphy, dog. I want to see what Malik Murphy you dude Malik Murphy driving this there. train. Yeah, and uh, like, I do too. Yeah, uh, you know Cody, uh, Cody Stokes. Uh, his uh, his dad went down to the spring game last year, and he said that when he left the spring game, he's like, the best quarterback on that field is Malik Murphy, and it's not close. It's not close. It's he not was close. look, the guy like, had he's bigger, all stronger, the, he faster. All he makes all the throws. You know, yeah. he's an elite eleven guy. He came from California. He was an early enrollee. He's done all the things. And didn't transfer. I yeah. mean, like, he has done everything that you can do to, you know, I. I but yeah, he's but, just, he's just not. And I don't, you know, I because of the mullet and the blonde hair and then the, all the NIL stuff, for some reason, 
He used he, to be, he's, he's on my list of, of athletes I, I can see people hating. He used, to, he used to be what what sexy was, oh, yeah. and then sexy changed. He's like, what? White mullet sexy, but I got dreads, I got a cannon, I can run. That ain't sexy. No. You trying to tell me East Coast guy ain't got no love for Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg? And that's what it is. It's like out of nowhere, this guy is just like everything that you want out of a quarterback is like, nah, we want the mullet. It's like, nah, man. Nah, nah, I don't, I don't play that. Uh, speaking of weird decisions. Yes. TCU um, has, oh, got, oh, has got a situation that I guess, you know, I'm always going to hearken back to Chris Sims. Yes. Where you make a deal with the devil, you get a guy, and you're like, well, we made this deal, so even though somebody else is better, we got to play him. And uh we DC's love you, Major Applewhite, always and forever. <laughs> well, we, we loved you. Yeah. We loved not, you. not the coach. Not the coach. No, not the coach, no, man. not that weird. I got weirdo. no love. Not that weird. How you coach under Saban and all these great coaches and you can't keep a job, man? Because he knocks on wrong doors in the hotels and stuff. Wow. He does some he does some weird stuff, man. He try he trying to be he trying to be too much of a player on the coaching staff. So, anyways, moving on before I get a call. Giant twelve year old. Opie, Opie, apple pie looking mother. <laughs> so, um, so they got the kid of Sanders out of Alabama, mm -hmm. transfer, and you know, so you think, okay, cool, that that's just gonna be the guy, and yeah. and they throw him, but you look in there like, dude, no, you're not. Yeah, Amani Bailey. Man, that's the dude, but at the same time. You want to keep that portal open. You would love this place to stay Alabama West. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. It's like, so I, th I think it's like you kind of got to play him to advertise that we've taken. But the thing is with Trey Sanders, he gets beat up real easy. He's And, like, and you saw him leave that game. And, it, and I think that the, his injury, him being beat up, is the reason why, why Bailey got so many carries last week versus Sanders. But to me, it just looks like. Like he's he's the guy, and to one me, one player's special, and one yeah, player's is okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. Whenever he's tired, you come in here. That's how backups work. Like you know, it's like if I trust you in goal line situation, that's fine. You can be my short yards or goal line guy. But this is not a platoon. It's like that's your best offensive player. And if you want to win games, you got to give him the football. That's y'all would be undefeated if y'all let him run the ball twenty times a game. 20 times in week one. He had 16 carries for 150-plus yards. That's criminal. It is. That's criminal. And you have another running back with 85 yards with 15 carries. That means you're doing something wrong. And at a certain point in that game, you should realize, feed the hot hand. Well, and realize that if you want, your, if you want Chandler Morris to be successful, it's not going to be throwing the ball that many times. you got to let him get have less guys – in the back because everyone's trying to stop the run. You know let him go over you the top what? then. But don't just try to run your here, offense. Here, here, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give them a – well, you know what? I won't give him a break. I'd give him a break if uh, if if we still had Riley here as the coordinator because he still has, seems like he has the same game plan from the whenever we didn't have Kendry Murray. You know what I'm saying? Let's just abandon the run because we don't have one. But I just think that – I don't know. I, I get it. That Sanders was a five-star guy coming out of high school. Guess what? He's not. He he is he is a, he is a backup running back. He's your second best running back, but you have a weapon. But you can family. still start him. Yeah, you can, st you play can still him, start play him. Both, you know. But you know, guess what? Yeah. Don't don't split the carries nah. and don't let Sanders dominate him. No. 
And that's what's happening. It's just like, dude, the proof's in the put. This isn't one of those things like, well, he wears We're the We're talking 6.4 wears four yards of carry versus 3.8. He's not Come wearing on, He's not wearing the defense down to let Bailey then get the open holes. That's not what's happening. Wouldn't you think a 74-yard yard touchdown in the opening game would just be like, oh, yeah, that's the guy. That's one player, the guy. One player special. Yeah. The other <laughs> is a good football player. Yeah. And it's you need both. Yeah, you need both. TCU's running team. game last year was really, and you know what you saw of that? Yeah. You saw a bunch of people get drafted. Yeah, because there was a spot. Like Mercado was the the backup running back on that team. You know, and he was, st- and you know, and what I think Kendrick Miller has a role in in New Orleans, not a big role, but he's playing. He's, well, he's been NFL injured. Play. He's been yeah. injured. Yeah, he's been injured. He's gonna he's gonna play for the first time, yeah. and we'll see what happens uh, with probably Jamal Williams and definitely Alvin Kamara out, but. They play, They had three running backs that they went out there and played significant roles. They didn't have like to me. Chandler Morris is a better stats. option running the football right now than Trey Sanders. Chandler Morris has looked good with his legs. He's averaging more than six a carry right oh. now. But to me, it's like Trey Sanders looks like hey, well, you know, we figured out that he's a reliable, tough, strong goal line short he's, yardage. He should back. have. He should have a role. It's like that's his role. He should have. But a role. that's the man right there. It's he's like a, he's if, a, if a, like he's a it's like you need man. to run this man so much that he's in New York, but y'all already messed that up because y'all lost Week One. And you know they ain't gonna put him in New York if he ain't winning no Big Twelve. But time to do favorite segment: parlay, parlay, parlay. parlay. I'm gonna start off with TCU in the last of the Iron Skillet. Iron Skillet. 11 a.m. What you see got for us, Jordan? Oh man, you know what? Last of the Iron Skillet. I I see TCU covering this game. I just uh, I haven't seen enough out of the young quarterback Preston Stone at SMU, uh, and you know. That is that is Sonny Dyke's team. He will destroy the. He will destroy all of you. I recruited all of you. I will destroy all of you. That is what I will do. And Rhett Lashy, it's like he's a good coordinator, but he wasn't great at Arkansas. I think that was more. And he wasn't great at Miami. Like I think he's he's a good coach. I don't think he's that great. I don't think he does anything dynamic to where I'm afraid to even bet the over. So I'm just going TCU uh, at six and a half, minus six and a half. Now I did keep it, try to keep it as local as possible. You know, so Auburn is playing against A&M. I'm taking Auburn plus nine, but I have to warn everybody. I always pick wrong against the Aggies. Always. For some weird reason, I just always pick the wrong way. So take that how you want. Maybe since I'm making it public, it will, it'll work out in my favor this week. Okay. But both of those games are at 11 o'clock this weekend. Uh, now the big game of the weekend, I think that everybody's going to be watching. It'll be the Travis Hunterless Colorado Dion's Stun of Shades and everything, uh, uh, going up to Nike University, Oregon, playing. Uh, and they are 21-point dogs. If y'all both rank, then nobody should be beating anybody by 21 points. Now, I do believe that Oregon has more of a complete team, but I don't feel like Travis Hunter – I think Travis Hunter, hurt, him being away takes away from their defense more than it takes away from their offense. It looks like with their offense they can find playmakers and Shador's going to hit the open man whenever he does. Yeah. Now, I just think that having but, – but going up against Oregon this week and USC next week, he's missing two weeks, and these are the two weeks he's missing when you need him the most outside of what when they play Washington later this year in a Washington State team. But they this is the Pac-12. You there are too many good quarterbacks. There's there's probably eight starting quarterbacks in this Pac-12 right now that will all be in the NFL. Not not starting. You seem to be but, going a different direction than what I but, thought you were. Going but I'm there, think. So. But I'm still going. I'm going. Shador's going to cover that 21 points. Yeah. But but okay. Oregon is definitely going to win. Yeah. They're definitely going to win. That's what I have. I think. But, I, know, think, I, just I, think, think I think. I think what it's going to be is they're going to be really feel that that 21 is disrespectful. Yeah. They're going to come out and they're going to lose, but they ain't yeah, going to. They, they will 
people talk about, we don't pay attention to the spread. They that, will. That, they will not. Dion put that up. He's like, my number's twenty one. I'm twenty one. They will not. They trying to clown me they in Vegas. Not. That's why they put twenty up. You know what it should be? It should be two. They will. They will get that two. done. Out of so spite. That's whatever, whatever it takes to motivate him, man. It's like, he's like twenty one is my second favorite number. Oh, he acts like first like of all, my second. Like my yeah, second. I don't favorite need. Any, I don't need any motivation. I don't take anything as motivation. I don't use anything as motivation. I'm motivated enough as a leave lie. Who Dion? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lying ass. Okay, so uh, yeah, but I'm definitely going Colorado. Free. Colorado. I'm going Colorado. Okay. Uh, so I, I I do say that if it was a day game, if it was like an eleven o'clock game, then I'd take I would take Colorado to win. But I just think just drunk and liquored up at six o'clock at night, the college kids are up and out and they ready. It's gonna be like that crazy nighttime environment. I think Oregon's gonna be it's gonna be a tough stadium to play in that night. That'll be the first the first I think that'll be like the first big and I think well, two speaking o'clock. Of, speaking of big yeah. party times, yeah. big party towns, yeah. big party nights, yeah. we can be crazy with all the partying. <laughs> Parties? All the parties. Yeah. Your next one. Yeah. Baylor, Waco going. Oh, yeah. Be you know, ain't no party like a Baylor party because the Baylor party never started. Never, never started. Never, ever never started. started. And they don't dance no more. Like, they never did. They no, never. they didn't even start. Yeah, they I mean, did. If there's no parties, but, yeah. there's so many rapes. Now, <laughs> <laughs> There's and murders. It's an anomaly. Sounds like they might yeah. ought to try partying a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's like all that pent up. Too much frustration. <laughs> That's something. Oh, yeah. okay. So uh, the number three Texas Longhorns Stop are going, going through to, that same drive. Going thing. to McLean Stadium, you know. Uh, uh, gonna go see uh, the Gaines family. Over the bucket, the bucket list. Magnolia, whatever the hell they call it. Whatever. The bucket list item I'll never be able to check yeah. off. I would love to be able to watch a game on a houseboat outside of that stadium. Hey, <laughs> that'd be dope. That'd be tight. That'd be tight. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I've drive by that stadium quite a bit. Never been in there. I, it's just Waco's just not for me. I, I'm afraid to. Yeah, I like Waco as yeah. a whole, but yeah, no, they, 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 yeah, they, yeah, I don't but, like Baylor. But I will say, my so, mom, my mom told me growing up, I will yeah. pay for you to go to any college you get to get into, except for Baylor. Yeah, that was the, that was the rule of family. Yeah. Not lying. You know, I was preferred walk on at Baylor, but they they said that'd be thirty thousand dollars as well, and I'm like, y'all crazy? What? The, that ain't no. That doesn't sound like no type of preference. <laughs> but anyways, but I think that Baylor's going to cover. It's the last game. Texas is going to play at McLean Stadium for a long time. I think 14 and a half is a lot. I think that Dave Aranda is a defensive guy, and maybe he has some tricks up his sleeve to keep this a low-scoring affair. I'd be but, a defensive guy if I had to answer questions about that team, too. Yeah, you know, but I, I think that this is going to – I think it will be just at 14, barely, skin of their teeth, but – yeah, I'm going Baylor's going to cover that 14 point, 14 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. All right, parlay, guys. Parlay, parlay. So, we've been dealing with this all year, and we're coming down to the wire. The wire? The Texas Rangers finally getting some help coming back and getting yeah. uh, Gosh, go, go, Power Rangers. Aroldis Garcia is back, and I'll tell you what, the old Jonah Hive is back. Jonah, Jonah Hive. Uh, I was shocked to see how many – uh, God, how many RBIs that he had it has in the, uh, the production out of our catcher position this season has been. Oh, between sad. him and Garver, it's been. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's like it's you're not nuts. catchers ain't supposed to be hitting like this, and not not two of them on one team. I hope they. I hope that because he's been injured throughout the, the course of everything, that they're able to get 
uh, Mitch to come back another season. Yeah, I would love for him to have, you know, just DH here, catch a little here. Yeah, you know? he'd, be, he'd be a great guy. At the and it's been, really been impressive because they've always said that he hits better whenever he is catching, but he's just – A lot but of it's guys, like, But yeah. he got in the stride, and it's just like, I'm unstoppable now. I'm just hitting, baby. I'm just hitting. And you've always been a big Mitch Garver guy. Yeah. And I was one of those guys that's like, he ain't put it all together for me. Yeah, I don't trust him. But he's showing me he's showing me why you had confidence in his bat when he was coming here. Uh, I just hope that he's here to do it with us next year. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, or, or for this postseason run. Uh, we got to win, uh, thank God, and it was because of Martin Perez. Hey, Martin Perez, uh, not because of John Gray. <laughs> piggyback off of a bad start from John Gray, who I love John Gray. I really do. Uh, I don't think anybody takes pitching more except for Max Scherzer. <laughs> More than John Gray. John Gray will come out there and just be like, "Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm terrible. I don't, I, I don't know what I, you know." He, the worst. He looks like, it looks like he's like, I'm halfway thinking about going home and cutting my right arm off. Yeah, he's like, I just this blessing and this curse. <laughs> just, you know, he just he he can't figure it out, and and he figures it out for a while. And but when he's got when he's on, I mean, he's an ace. Yeah. The problem is. He ain't on right now. He ain't on right now, but I'll tell you what, Perez has looked good out of the bullpen, and they are going to – they're going to have a sit-down discussion today uh, about possibly Perez rejoining the rotation. Uh, But one thing that they did like to notice is that if you go with the kind of situation, what worked out with that situation, they think, was the fact that everyone prepared for John Gray, and then you brought in a lefty after uh, a couple innings. Yeah. And had a righty lineup for lefty. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, but Perez, this whole second half, he's looked really good out of the bullpen. Now, I hope that just him just not logging as many innings as he has, it kind of was like a nice break for him to where, you know, he's a sub-four ERA guy now as a bullpen guy. And I would just hope that, that he brings that sub-four ERA to with him as a starter because that's where he wants to be. He's pitching for money. He's pitching for his baseball like, he's pitching for next year. Yeah, but at the same time, he is, uh, j- just like a bunch of other people, su- uh, subject – well, I don't know. It, the World Baseball Classic did not do a lot of players' favors. Yeah. And I think it didn't do him any favors either. And so, I don't know whether he can rejoin or what, but uh, lightening his workload because he came in with a high workload. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be helping, but yeah, he's yeah, he's the best option. They they're gonna do what they what they feel they need to do. Just now, because do you, you bring him back to the rotation, I mean, you can't drop him right back into the bullpen. Now, do you think that John Gray should just like miss a start, and then we should trot him back out there and see if it's just he needs rest because he's just tired? Or I wouldn't make like, a permanent move. I would I would I would go with that. Yeah, I'd say look, we're you know nothing. But I do think just... I wouldn't I wouldn't mind to see what he could do outside of the bullpen because anything better than what we got in there, you know. I <laughs> really think you know I think John Gray could possibly be uh, close uh, it. Uh, <laughs> closer yeah yeah you know uh coming closer four pitch closer well, i mean you can be yeah real nasty or not, why, don't, not, why, don't we, why don't we call the royals and be like hey tell me what pitches i should have john gray throw if he's gonna move to closer well it, yeah <laughs> well here's the thing it might also help him just as far <laughs> as dude, you don't have time to think about it you don't have time to think about yeah. it it's just all right you're up and go and to me he gets in his head so much that i just think it'd be better it's like all right get up and go right get up and go you don't, you're not gonna study yeah. who you're facing you're just going to give it to the catcher to have studied and just and run out there like a one, two, three. You just throw what they want you to, like John Rocker in a non-racist way, and just uh, you know make your presence known. Just throw heat. 
So I, I, I think it could work, but I, yeah. at the same time, that's a real expensive closer right there. Uh, yeah, but to me, it's like I'd rather him be helpful than not helpful. <laughs> yeah, and, gonna, and, and at this point, it's like – and I would even just do it just – it's like this is just to close the year out, and this is how we – because you're not going to start in the playoffs if we make the playoffs, and our bullpen is terrible. We need you here. But I also think that they've kind of – you know, like LeClerc, maybe it's because he hasn't had all the pressure on him, but it's like he slowly looks like our second – most reliable bullpen guy. Well, well that, ERA. That is, that is one decision oh, that um, that Bochi made was that he was going to do his best to use Leclerc, mm-hmm. but not ever in uh, pressure situations. High leverage. High leverage. That's the word I was looking for. High leverage yeah. situations. Which you know what? Sometimes you just need a guy just to get in a couple of innings. Yeah. Sure. And hey, and he can be that guy. Cool, you know, as long as he can dominate when it doesn't matter. Yeah. Sometimes you just need that. Yeah, and to where it's like, this is me now. This is me yeah. now. Because well, because we've had situations where we got guys coming in, we got a five run lead, and it's like where it shouldn't matter. This, it's just gone. Yeah, you're not wrong. So I mean, if if that's the role you can fill, fuck it. It's a role. It's better than anything he's done all year. Um. You know, I was talking with somebody about the Rangers bullpen uh, the other day, and I was like, look, man, eh, people keep wanting to blame Bochy. I'm like, dude, for one thing, dude, how every, can you blame every pitcher that has came in, they weren't going to spend money on the bullpen because they didn't know how the, good the team was going to be. And, and it would be stupid to blow money on a bullpen because that those guys kind of have up and down years. Yeah. From, from year to year, you only really spend money on a closer, and then re- relievers typically get – Two-year contract, yeah. maybe a three. You, know. well, you could argue LeClerc is your second-best bullpen guy. So you need everybody to be better than LeClerc. So if you don't get me guys that are better than LeClerc, then how can you expect well, both you to all manage? Fucking, they all came out, and they all fucking suck. Yeah. I mean, now let's be honest. Let's just be honest. Like Brock Burks. They all came out, and were yeah. all fucking disappointments. Yeah. Spores is probably well, his but- favorite guy. And he has been good at times and terrible. But to me, but Spores, it's like Spores has turned into what we all thought he was. But he had his moments where he was reliable. Right. You know, but he, here we are at a 580 ERA. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody that's, has that's, come that's in, nobody's come in and put you, more than 10, 10 decent innings together in the bullpen. Yeah, Spores, like towards probably the – first third of the season yeah. i liked sports i was like oh well man. he has great stuff it's he's like right. and he's like a college world series hero like you know what i'm saying he saw he did it in omaha and everybody saw him do it i think he was a pitcher and he won like the college world series mvp but it's a great story right. but it Bert ain't work sucks. it ain't work it ain't he's work. been sucking uh they just don't have nothing worked out for that it's not bochi's fault they all regressed from last year and i guess what it comes down to is is that they weren't that great last year. If you look at one of the stats that they had last year that was appalling uh-huh. was, for a time, they were 0-26 in one-run games. Yes, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, I do remember that. 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 And It's like, man, y'all suck in the clutch, man. <laughs> and you y'all know got what? no clutch genes. And we just seem to have done this in a different way yeah. this year. With So, look. They're gonna have to do it. They're gonna do it with power. They're gonna the pitchers are just gonna have to go longer. We're just trying to get in the playoffs. We should right have just now. paid Matt more. <laughs> and oh shit, Matt, it ain't just a one man job. I mean, I trust know, me, it's we, like it's like Chapman, we need, Chapman to get yeah, done. It's like we need Chapman to be good. Chapman, we needed to have Matt Moore back. We should have traded for like you know. We just weren't ready. It's like we weren't we we weren't ready to pay for a bullpen because we didn't know we were gonna be this good. Right. Like I said, I I think <sighs> there's a lot of clamoring. Yeah. For White Langford. I don't see it happening. But 
Hey. He opens the season as a starter because Aroldis Garcia does not make it past the winter meetings. He will bring back arms for the bullpen. Hey, I think that him and Duran are probably going to bring back some arms for us. That's I think Duran's – I don't know. Duran is the one that's questionable because you've got to I don't trust – you've got to trust Tavares. Yeah. Then. And, and if – and at the same time, that guy can also play some infield positions. It's just too. like it's just I don't know Duran. It seems like when you use him that utility role, he's like the bat's not there. Like you know, I know. it's almost like he needs to play every day to be. I know, but I just like him better than yeah. Josh it's like I, yeah, and I, it's like I'd rather you be sl- a slumping you is a, is better than a good Josh Smith. That's my like, thing. Like I know like, it's yeah. not great it's for like, your career, and I, yeah, I, know, like I, I, know, I know we can trade you someplace, and you might be an all star. Like, but it's like, yeah, but sorry. selfishly, I, <laughs> I have the power. Yeah, yeah. It's like and you, know, you like, don't cost anything. That's what makes it's me. Like, you know, it's like sorry, I'll this, be an asshole this, boss, this but is, sorry. This is the business part. This is the business part. Now don't get me wrong. White Lambert could make the majors this year. I put Wyatt Langford as the same odds as Jackson Holiday. Oh yeah, because they are both doing the same thing. Just yeah. like can't can't touch us here. Yeah, can't touch us here. Jackson Holiday. Jackson Holiday. What? He's nineteen though. Yeah. Jesus. A dude is just destroying minor yeah. leagues at every level. They'll he's call him up just AAA. for the playoffs, right? He's, he's like, destroying triple A. I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, he's gone up every level and dominated. But this is crazy. Wyatt Langford just a rookie ball to single ball, just like it's like got drafted in in July. It's like, but, but, but. It's the same thing as Jackson. Well, Jackson Holiday, though, this oh, is his well, second year. He was no, drafted. This is his first year of minors. Yeah, but I'm just saying, it's like, but he was drafted last season. Right, He's, right. But, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. It, it, like, it happens in, in your draft season, season right. in your draft year. Right. Like, you know, it's like, it's almost like what, Dave Winfield, isn't he like the guy who never played minor league baseball? Yeah. He made the team out of camp. It's like, yeah, just. Yeah, you have to because yeah. he's already been drafted. It's like, because like, like, I'm property of the, of the, of, of the Knicks and I'm property of the, of the Vikings. It's like, so, yeah, if I don't make this team, then somebody else is going to have me playing some other sports. I don't think you can break Wyatt Langford. So, I, if I were the Rangers, I would just go ahead and say, fuck it. If he stays hot, I want him up. Yeah, to me, it's like, I want to see what, because their, their playoffs end, what, this weekend? Or wait, no, because what I think I don't care. Yeah, but I, to me, I, it's like when you're, it's like when your season's done and you're up here, buddy. Like, you know, it's it's if, like if Jack I, Leiter, if I was at the Jack bar, Leiter. somebody was like, check out my triple A yeah. ring. I'd be like, check out yeah. these nuts. Yeah, it's like you want that call it way more. You want that triple A ring. Come on, bro. Seriously. And, hey, and that's what he's. That's why. That's what he looks like. He's like, I'm trying to make it now. He's yeah. like, it's like I want y'all to have no choice. It's like. And it's what? And it's like every level he goes up, he hits better. He's got 10 home runs. That's more than Evan Carter had all season. Let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. If you want, if, if and everyone thinks because of how, what they were, uh-huh. that the Rangers were going to win the World Series, and it was just nobody was going to fuck with them. Yeah. If you legitimately want the Rangers to win the World Series, that's the move. Yeah. You have to have an outfield, gonna, a starting outfield of Evan Carter, Garcia, and Langford. And you're just going to say, guess what we're going to do? We're gonna mash the fucking <laughs> yeah. shit yeah. out of fucking baseball. Yeah. We're gonna have fucking Jonah. It's and like ain't Jonah no more, Jonah. ain't no more Robbie Grossman. No, 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 no window love. Go. So it's like, all right, it's like we got, we got, we're gonna platoon our DH situation where Langford will be here sometimes, and you might have to deal with Garber, and it's like gonna be Heim. It's gonna, you're gonna find some combination, but there ain't no holes in this lineup. On a bad day, Duran's in here. On a bad day, or Tavares. <laughs> I mean, on a bad, it's like It's like Lowe is probably the person you're probably like. Oh, sweet. We're yeah, our, our silver Lowe. slugger. Our silver slugger, slugger is the guy that you're like. All right, we got. We got. Come on, man. And to me, it's like I believe in our lineup so much to where it's like I would love to see John Gray in the bullpen because I just want to see something out of him, and I don't want him to not think. 
I, it's it's I time to start <laughs> thinking outside the box, yeah. and I don't know because because I don't know that Major League Baseball as a whole yeah. has it in them yeah. to think outside of nah, the box. Man, baseball is the one sport where you don't you do things the way they're some, done. This is outside the box thinking, but you look at that outfield, and it's like, look, you're not talking about hey, we're gonna ruin somebody's development. It's like, hey, man, we're just trying to fucking spark the team. Say yeah. hey, yeah. We're trying to make. We're trying to say to everybody else on the team, we're willing to do whatever. Yeah. So y'all go the extra mile. Because to now. me, it's like I know if I, I'm never, I'm not a pitcher, but I know if if I got sent to the bullpen, I'd be like, I might as well close then. Let me just be. The, let me get the opportunity to be the man. Like it's like you know, because I because I feel like I'm the best. I'm the best to ever do it. I'll put it this way: the, the Angels pulled up their uh, first round pick, Nolan, uh, Nolan uh, Sh- Sh- Chanel. Yeah. Yeah. Dude's batting 289. He's got a jack, four RBIs, and 26 hits. But to me, it's just like, the off- we're gonna have to win this with offense. Let's so let's win out. this with offense. Let's let's have let's have the scariest lineup in, in baseball. Like this is like this is like it's time to put airplane fuel <laughs> yeah. in this vehicle. Let's go. Let's go. Let's if we're in a car race, we're using jet fuel, <laughs> baby. We're taking off. I love it. Hey, I love it. I love it. Let's so do it. that's just what it needs to be. Like, look. I don't think Lightford has proven. I don't think that that kid's got some sort of mental block. Yeah, he's not going like, to happen. He's like, oh, get, now I can't be the guy in baseball that I was good at. Like, no, nah, because he's a guy. He's like, he's like, I remember I sucked, then I stopped sucking. I, yeah, I came that, better. I, I think if you think that kid's going to come up and be like, dude, I want to, yeah, I want to go. I want to fucking hit this shit. Yeah. And you know, if it doesn't guess work, what they have to do? They're going to have to game, pitch to him. He, They're going to have to pitch to him. He can go zero and twelve, just as good as some of the other guys that are up on the team. Yeah, he can suck just as good as Robbie Grossman. Doesn't matter. But that's what the Rangers need to do if they if they want to not. They don't need them to make the playoffs. But if desperate they, if, times. If they want to desperate win the, times. If they want to win the World Series. Yeah, that's what they're going to have to do. Yeah, you get every big bat that you fucking have. Yeah. And you put them in there. I want every pitcher to be scared, scared, scared that they come in against these Rangers. Seriously. I want Power Rangers for real. I'm going to get a Red Ranger helmet. You're going to get a Blue Ranger helmet. We're going to keep them in the playoff run. We're going to be out here, pow, pow, Power Rangers over here. Because that's all, that's how we can win. But that's the only way. That's the only win. way you can win. It's it's Rocky uh, It's Rocky Six. Yeah. Your knees are bad. What you got is stone cold hitting power. You got you got to hit him with those hurt bombs. You know? Yeah, you got to fight. That's what they need to do. Yeah. Fucking just big swings. We're not gonna. We don't need to train. We don't need big swings and, and buttons. Boom. Yes. Where do you want it to go? To the gap? No, over the fucking wall. Yeah. Chicks dig the long ball. They do. They do. They. You got so much power in that lineup. Oh, should I bunt the guy over? No, man. Let's just take you both home right now. Yeah. Let's just do that. So, Rangers, there it is. That's what I've got for you. Do that. Uh, (laughs) Yes, do these things. Do these things. And, hey, maybe. We need that. It's called your chips in the middle. You all in. In the middle. Because to me, it's like, guess what? Sorry, baby. Y'all wasn't supposed to be this good. Now y'all got to do this. Now y'all got to do this. Nothing to lose, man. Nothing to lose except for, unfortunately, because the fans are so fickle. That's what you're playing for is the fans' respect. And, you do this move and it doesn't work out, I still respect you. Hey, you know what? Them bringing up Evan Carter was just, I'm like, you assholes. Now I'm going to go watch some more Rangers games. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, y'all I was did almost this out the door. I was, I was ready to be done. Yeah. I was selling all the rest get of out, my they me and I'm just like, oh, we called up Evan Carter. I'm like, it's like, did he even really, did, did Garcia really, really, really roll his ankle? <laughs> all hurt. ploy Is he just to hurt? get George. It's like, ha-ha. It's, it's, it's like, oh, everybody took their, their tickets back off of SeatGeek. 
<laughs> well, see, baseball season is, you know, it's it's creeping out to close to an end. We're a meaty part I, of everything because yeah. this is about to be baseball, football, basketball season. You mean parlay season? And, uh, it's always parlay season. And, and, it's and always parlay season. I tell you what, man. Uh, God, I want to get into some Mavericks, but... I don't think we can just yet. Yeah, well, you next, know what? Next, fuck it, fuck well, it. Right, I want to talk about this just one this, thing. All right, yeah. Uh, Mavericks, uh, you know, got SI. God love them. They're just clickbait assholes. And well, it's again, not SI. It's like he's actually on the block. It's, yeah. it's not just, well, oh, you're talking about the scenario. Yeah, the, SI. the scenario. Or it's like, the let's scenario. rip them off. <laughs> right. Uh, Buddy healed up for trading again. So what, what was the, what was I the don't best think SI trade? Oh, God. Oh, Giannis. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh no! The, that I've seen, or just about this? No, Giannis is the best. Like, I mean, Giannis. The, Giannis comes to the Mavericks because we're gonna give him. We like you know a couple first round hey, picks. You know, it's Tim like, Hardaway Jr., Jaden Hardy, and uh, a couple role players. Yeah, <laughs> we get we get we get Giannis. And we don't give up Luca or uh, Kyrie, Kyrie or Lively. What are you? It's like, SI must be written by like twelve year olds. It's like we're gonna like, get. We don't trade any of our. And, we don't trade uh, any of our rookies and, uh, or those guys. Yeah. So they get nothing out of this trade, and we get the best player in basketball. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. And no draft picks given up. Nope. <laughs> Figured that out. Now it's like you. You just. It worked. It worked you're, on you're just, trade evaluator. I should be a GM. So Mavs news. Said, uh, please. Buddy healed up for trade again. Should the Mavericks make the trade? Do you think that they should make a trade for Buddy Heald? The suggestion is Tim Hardaway Jr. and Jaden Hardy. Yeah. And to me, I would do it just because if we want to win now with this team, with I think to have that the spacing that Buddy Heald would bring you with a Luka and a Kyrie would be amazing. Now, the, no defense, but he's better at defense than Tim Hardaway Jr., but that's not saying much. And I'm just saying that there's kind of – seems like there's a, a – we have an abundance of guards. There's kind of like a log jam now to where it's like I would love to do a two-for-one situation. I think this would be a perfect two-for-one. He's a year younger, but I just think that he's a more – like you can trust Buddy Hill's going to get 15 at least a night in this team, you know. And, and it'll be – and, you know, maybe Mark Cuban will be like, I got this chart that says you hit 60% from corner threes. <laughs> and then he shoots more corner threes and he's, you know. But he's a, he's a three-point champion. You want that type of shooting on your team. Him, Steph, if you're going to have depth, I'd love that they can all shoot. There's not a lot of minutes for all these guys, and I feel like it, this would be a great two-for-one situation. I just like, I, you know, I like getting rid of Hardaway Jr. But the right, thing is, is like, but if you're, but, my thing is, by Buddy Heald, you've got a better version of uh, Seth Curry, and they both are going to shoot a bunch of threes, and nobody's going to play any defense. So pretty much your two-guard situation there is just – it's like it's, it's it, trading it, away it, two it's, bad defensive players and getting one bad defensive player back. So it's like, right? It's like so. It's. I just think it's just it's just a better. I think play. I think I think that but, what, and, you, and, what you already got him in Seth in Seth Curry and there's enough minute like you're just taking away. I think I, Seth I can play more of a backup point guard role, and I think that with Buddy, I think the problem with Seth is like. As a coach, you don't want him to play point because he's such a good shooter. You want him to be open and shooting threes. You don't want him setting other people up. But I think if you have a shooter like Buddy Hill with him on the floor at the same time, or if you possibly have him in a Josh Green situation where Green's running the point and he would be the two guy. My uh, thing is, but, if I'm trading Jaden Hardy too, I'm just I just want something more of a need. Like you know, I got no problem getting rid of Jaden Hardy and Tim Hardaway Jr. can just go. Um, <laughs> my thing is, I just you know I want you know interior defense and you know any. Interior it's like it's like it's okay. like let's talk about my let's talk let's bring up my Miles Turner thing again, right? You want to go back? 
Like Miles Turner, it's like, and then I got Rashawn Holmes, and now we talk draft picks, and now we, you know, and now we have a deal, right? You're right. It's just, you know, yeah. I don't know. Mavs I, I want to trade Holmes for, for Zubak because they keep talking about trading Zubak. It's like, hey, man, it's like we got Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, they're still, yeah, it, the Mavs aren't done. It's just a matter of. I just want one game of Bowling Green legend Rashawn Holmes playing in a Mavericks jersey. I just That's want the, just I just want, want the just one want... goddamn domino to fall between of uh, the guy who's blocking everything from fucking happening. Dame? Yes. Let's get this shit fucking done. I don't think it's gonna happen. It's not because they he has to go there and nobody wants Tyler Hero's fucking ass at all. No, I don't want him. He, he's young Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't want him at all. Nobody wants him. He's they like, keep trying to be like, like he's, but he's but he's young and he can be like we've seen what he can do. He can like, fucking be good and he can be out partying. <laughs> and you know, he's a six man and you want us to t- give away one of the best players in fucking basketball history? For a guy For who fucking wants- that guy and some picks. And by the way, those picks that we're getting from you, you should be really good, so they're not good not picks. Not good picks, yeah. Like do you think we don't realize? Well, you're but that's the picks. thing is like it's but like we wanted your picks in this draft, so it'd be worth something. But man, it, just it wasn't worth anything. Me. All right, man, let's stream. Yes, stay streaming. What it do? I got nothing, man. I uh, I've been just uh, kind of rerunning. Uh, I ain't seen anything good that I can uh, to speak of that I can think of. All right, well, let me uh, first and foremost apologize to Mary because yes, I finished winning time without you. <laughs> And, I finished and, winning time. And winning time, uh, canceled. I yeah, canceled. Series finale. It's My like, boy Mike Bassick said this, and I love it. He's like, you know, as much as I would like to see the whole thing, there's nothing that I love more than winning time being canceled with the Lakers having lost to the Celtics because yeah. fuck the Lakers. I was going to say, it's, it was just about it felt like getting good. Well, to me, here's what I say. I feel like the acting fell off in the second season. I, I, that Ari Gaynor lady, I think that she's like, she is television poison. Any show or movie she's in, it just sucks, and it's just worse because she's in it. Uh, I think the guy who plays Larry Bird looks very much like Larry Bird. Terrible actor. Terrible actor. Uh, but I do think that, I don't know, I w- make a movie. Give us a movie, finish it out, and let's call it a day. At least sell the rights up to somebody else. Yeah, but to Let me, I don't, I don't like how they wrapped it. Because to know. me, it's like, y'all look like y'all just got told this is canceled. It's like, figure out a way to wrap it. <laughs> and I was just like, man, that's... Yo, wrap it up, B. It's like, they probably even told him, it's like, nah, you don't get 10 episodes. You got to make this seven. <laughs> it's like, you got to squeeze these things together, man. It's like, I don't know, man. I just felt like... They took a chance on the guy who played Magic Johnson because he was kind of a virtual nobody, and I felt they tried to do the same thing with the Larry Bird situation. But I think that Bo Burnham was originally supposed to be Larry Bird. I don't know how that would have worked. That would have been wild. I don't know, but uh, I just think that that guy, he's just he looks very much like Larry Bird, but he's just not a I good I don't actor. think that they gave him much to work with. Yeah, you know, but. The, 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 you know, the dialogue is what the dialogue It is, is but yeah. I'm just like, but to me it just looks like, it's like, yeah, this man, it's like I'm never going to see you acting anything bitch. else ever again. <laughs> it's like. Got you, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. One, I mean, how do you mean? How do you make that meaty if you're not Samuel L. Jackson? Got your bitch. But you know, but Larry Bird, he'd smirk at you when he talks shit a little bit. And this guy's just like dead face. Boom, got you. There we go. I didn't. Yeah, the one thing I kept wondering during the whole thing, I was like, did Larry? I don't remember Larry Bird. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, does Larry Bird just have fucking horrible acne when he came to the league? It's distracting. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, it's like y'all added that. Acne, like, like, yeah, d- like, d- is it something I'm aware of because I didn't have HDTV that he was fucking so yeah, bad? Yeah, and anyways, yes, yeah, since and, we don't got HD, like, why y'all got to put the acne? Why you got to like, Bird, fucking I'm coming poke at fun at this guy? Like, hey, Larry, here's some fucking just 
But my biggest problem is like it's just way too much magic versus bird. Like it's like you talk to Mikel, like he ain't one of the greatest power forwards of all time. Like you know what I'm saying? Y'all over here playing against against the Sixers and y'all say Dr. J's name like once. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like and, you know, and it was, and they made it more about well, like they don't play anybody except for Dr. J, Moses Malone, and Andrew yeah. Tony. It's like, and I think they said Mo- Maurice Cheeks once. I'm like Maurice Cheeks, like was like retired, like the all time steals leader, and y'all said his name once, like you know. But no, it's there like was no, there was nobody it's like, else in the league. And Daryl Dawkins was on that team. Chocolate <laughs> Thunder was on that in the team. league. Yeah, were the Celtics, the Seventy Sixers. And the Lakers. The Lakers yeah. Nobody else in the entire NBA. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. Well, definitely not. They represented every championship, every what finals in the eighties, right? It was either the Celtics or. They could still Celtics. be like high. No. High. Hey, it's just high like you played us in a game. Hey, you know, it's just like in the in the Ox when it was just the Spurs and the Lakers, and then we snuck in there. <laughs> then as far as Lakers, Spurs, Lakers, gotcha, Spurs, Lakers, Spurs, Lakers. Yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, but winning time. It ended. I, th- I felt the acting fell off, but I did. But I, I am shocked just because to have John C. Riley and Adrian Brody, just such a strong cast that you'd be like. So I would. I wouldn't be surprised if it does get picked up. Maybe Showtime should pick it up and call it Showtime. Maybe that's why it didn't work. Don't call it Winning Time. No, what, what, why it didn't work is because I think it was really poorly marketed. Uh, I remember when Winning Time season one came out. I thought it was just a one-off. Uh, I saw a commercial. Why I started watching is I saw a commercial or a, a TikTok thing of the Larry Bird thing. And I, so I was like, oh, I want to watch that episode of Winning Time. Mm-hmm. So I went on there and was like, this is what on season two? I was like, I didn't even know that there was a season two going on. Yeah. So. Oh, so you're, yeah. And, so it was marketed. But it's one of those things. It's like, it's like, almost, sometimes they set you up to fail. So maybe something's going on behind the scenes where they didn't want it to succeed. And that's why they didn't push it like they pushed the last season. That's why it's a seven episode season. That's, I'm pretty uh, you sure know. they canceled, they canceled it. Either during or right after the final episode aired. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, like, like by looking at it, they came out like that. They was done, and they, 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 I think they pretty much said, "Yeah, it's done." Yeah. Well, but I think that the actual writer said they haven't closed the book on it. They said anything's possible, but it's like, yeah. Oh uh, well, but that's just not what they. That brings something else up with the fucking writer strike that we're in. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who maybe knows what's going on? Yeah. yeah. They uh, get that shit back. Man, I guess I gotta watch the wire again. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, my man. <laughs> uh, where, 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 where are, are we on the wire? I'm in the docks. I'm in the docks. I'm in the docks. We're uh, closing out the docks right now. Uh, Frank Zabaka's got the idea that somebody's watching them. Oh, yeah. Private eyes. Oh, Watching you, but yeah, <laughs> all about the teamsters. Dude, that's teamsters. what I'm at. Like, yeah, dude, like, uh, things are getting slow, so wire. <laughs> hey, it's a good go to. See, good I think go-to. I've gone the exact opposite way. You guys are watching high quality television <laughs> series, I'm watching shitty movies. Oh, yeah, streaming. Uh, Conan, uh, the Barbarian, <laughs> there was a hey. remake of Conan. Oh, oh, wow, like a non Arnold Schwarzenegger version. Yes, about Who's 10 Conan? to 12 years ago. Who plays ago. him? Mr. Mamawa, Jason oh, Mamawa, Jason Mamawa, Jason Mamawa's yeah, it is trash, awful. Hey, yeah, that's I, Cody's favorite actor. God bless. I don't oh, know who Cody even is. More, but he's even a more, I'm uh, just kidding. He hates Jason. Okay, Momoa. I was about to say I don't Jason know who Cody is, but he's a fucking buffoon. He hates Jason Momoa with the passion. Okay. He was ma- he was he was mad that he was that Jason Momoa was gonna be in Fast and Furious movies. Oh yes, yeah, so is the fast part. Yeah, he is a buffoon anyway. So. <laughs> I'll tell you this one. Hey, that's my man. I don't that's care. My man's I don't care. Cody, I got you. No. 
I got Buffoon. you. Buffoon. Anyway, Buffoon. come at me. Buffoon. Come at me. I don't give a shit. Buffoon. Fast and Furious. Uh, fucking trash. Trash. Yeah. Good? I mean, it's just fucking. It's, hey, that, it's not hot garbage. The second one was pretty bad, though. Dude, it's 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 mindless. It is, it's mindless it's, entertainment. That's what it is. But it's, it's a sitcom. But it's mine. It's a sitcom, man. It's fucking. Okay, every- no sitcom. Everybody loves fucking Raymond. Everybody hates. It's okay. Person. You can watch it and not fucking hate it. But it's not. It's not. That's that's, like, that's that's how you, that's how I describe King of Queens. Oh, it's the exact same. It's made by the same people. Yeah. It's okay, but it's not. You know, if there's something there, else, like I watch King of Queens till Seinfeld comes on. Yeah. If I'm watching reruns, I watch Everybody Hates Chris all the time. It's way better than. Uh, not as good as Everybody Ate Chris. From uh, Walking Dead. You know what I need to rewatch? With the zombies ain't him. Oh, wait. So with this writer's strike, here I'll nominate The Real Husbands of Hollywood. I'm going to go back Thank and you. Where, where can I get that? I, was, I, uh, I saw I, I will, a thing. I will where... find it. I will send you a link for it. Uh, but I can't find it because it used to be on Netflix. And I don't know if, if BET has something that you have to purchase. Fuck. They're <laughs> no, part of something now. Part, I think they're part, I think of, part of Paramount. Paramount. God now. damn it. So, yeah, it's going to be on the Paramount so, app. So Real Husbands... Of Hollywood is available. But I think we got. I think we still on have, Paramount. Paramount. I, th- I think Plus. we still got a fucking uh, hey, email we, address that's good to hey, use a free. I Paramount got you. I don't, I don't think anybody uses my Paramount. So we can right. we can we can exchange codes. Well, and uh, we need a we're, we're gonna have a Dallas Bias Club email address coming soon, and a Dallas we Bias Club Facebook page. I just page. need to give it to, give it to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, turns out we it's do. a Gmail. It's Dallas Bias Club at gmail.com. There you go. There you go. I don't ever check it. So so. <laughs> What I want to do, as far as the streaming thing, he mentioned this, I kind of brought it up. I want to see some like classic movies that I've never seen. Oh, okay. Like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, oh, like right, you know, just right. like old school movies that people have talked about. They're like, yeah, I've never seen it. And I don't know if I ever, you know, I've seen this one, but like all the right moves and stuff like the you eighties, know, nineties movies that you just like, yeah, dude, I've heard this was like, supposed to be. I great. saw Cool Hand Luke for the first time during. Yeah, COVID. Never seen Cool Hand yeah. Luke. That's good. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, stuff like that. All right. Yeah, I like that. Put some fat on your dome. There you go. Like, you know, just work yourself more well-rounded. Because, you know, when we talk with a kid about movies and shit like that, if it's, you know, when she was a baby or before, it's like no clue. And we're talking classic shit. Over Christmas, for the first time, she watched (coughs) fucking Christmas Vacation. I'm like, how the fuck has this happened? How many Christmas have you had and not watched this movie? You must hate Christmas. Like, I didn't even know. It's like, Christmas, I'm like, it's Christmas we've been like in, the, house, we've been in the same house, but this movie's all like, how oh, maybe, the fuck Maybe you? you've been watching it, and it's been background noise to her while she's doing something else. Apparently. Yeah. It's like, nah, girl, you've seen it. It's like, nah. Yeah, that's what it's like. like I think that's how Mary was with uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is my favorite Christmas movie, because it takes place on Christmas. But, I'll have to give that one a shot. Yeah. It's hey, good. But hey, uh, but you know, October's coming, so we'll start with scary movies when October starts. Horror right. movies, so... We'll have a thing because I tell you what, they getting ready, getting ready down the street right there. Just saw they got a whole bunch of business the down there. Patch. That's what oh that yeah, is? oh yeah. I never this did. traffic's about to be crazy here in the next few weeks, so it'd probably be better if you take like the green out. Some of our new neighbors around the back corner from our house who were like real kind of like they moved in, then they kind of assholes like don't walk on our grass, don't get your animals off our grass. Now they're trying to be cool like they got a huge Halloween thing. In their yard, I'm like, well, fuck your Halloween <laughs> shit up, man. The, the one so what? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go I, ahead. I will also say Peacock, if either one of you have, I, I know. You I just got access to it, yeah. Uh, if you, like Peacock you has it. a lot of <laughs> horror-related uh, movies that have been added for, for, the, for, for the season. season. Spooky, uh, So feel free to peruse You them. know what I wish they hey, had? Greatest Halloween song, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> you know what I wish I, that I could find? There's a full that version. There's nowhere. Huh. Except for, I guess, maybe you could buy it. Man, 
I can't believe that HBO don't don't get no motherfucking love to Tales from the Crypt. That is crazy. I didn't think about that. Can't get it. They don't got it on there. You can't get it. For the it longest time, they I was mad because Martin was HBO Productions and they didn't have it. So of course, one Christmas I buy all the seasons of Martin on Amazon. <laughs> And then tell me I, you're black without telling me you're black. <laughs> <laughs> this one year Christmas, I bought all the Martins. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty good. Though. <laughs> I'm not like, no, I've watched all the Martins yeah, myself, course, motherfucker. I've seen them all myself hey, man, on it prime, regular, it was a prime, on yeah, regular it was a goddamn prime, television. Yeah, but yeah. I, I can trust me. I can ruin the tell me you're black without telling me you're black uh, shit yeah. on all the black shit that uh, I do. Yeah. but that one right there, yeah, that, that I, was I, extra I, crispy. I, <laughs> I mean, right. Well, I, I have a dark skin. Man. I mean, that one was that one was I own all Martin, and then this happened. And then these motherfuckers made one. it stream. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, well, right. with that one, let's go yeah, ahead and get some party shots with Pat. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So this week we had two Monday Night Football two games, and two of them this coming week too. Yeah. yeah. Oddly enough, I'll be honest. I hate it. Right. I do too. I absolutely hate right. it. I'm like. How much more can you water your product down? Yeah. And, and somehow, like, you're going to find ways. You can't. W- I've got one game on. There's another score. You keep cutting. Y'all greedy as hell. Yeah, man. <laughs> Y'all making me an alcoholic. I, I got to go to a bar for this. Make another noon game. Make another three game. Do something. But just quit. Quit toying with weekday games. Make a 5 o'clock and an 8 o'clock game. Make it reasonable. Well, that's what I don't understand why they're not doing. One hour gap? It's what I thought. Because when I saw it, I thought this is why they're doing it. I don't like the fact that they're just doing two channels and and running an hour difference. But they are doing it because, look, man, Monday Night Football and Sunday Night Football, West Coast just gets fucked. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, especially Monday. Well, Sunday Night Football, not so much. But Monday Night Football, you're like, cool, man. I guess I'll catch you in the second quarter when I get off fucking work. Yeah. yeah. So I understand that, but how about you just add another one? Yeah, full, give them a late time. night game. Just make give. There's there's enough teams give in that them, time yeah. zone. Because they the all they all play their games at three twenty five anyway. But like, like okay, let, guess let, what? Monday night football is always going to have somebody playing like on the West AFC, Coast time. Yeah, AFC West for NFC West. We well, don't even have division to do that. games. Just, just anybody that's playing play at that the time. Yeah. At that time zone and play another game at. Because we got we gotta oh. watch nine o'clock baseball games. Yeah, nobody's nobody's doing shit for us or shit for fucking oh, New York. Heaven and like y'all y'all put games. in two hours worth of commercials for the Super Bowl to where a game starts at five thirty and for some reason doesn't end till eleven. So I don't <laughs> I don't hate the two football games. I hate the crossover. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like that they're running. I, the and but I like the actual idea of two games on Monday night. Yeah. But I think it should just be five. I, I'd like and to be eight. able to watch both of them. Uh, yes, I don't want to have to flip channels and then have me stagger. Because I got a problem. I, I, I do that too much, and I don't. And now y'all making me do that. I, I don't. Right. I, I, I spend Sunday fucking just going through a whole bunch of shit. Like on the days that you give me one game, I like to be able to enjoy. How's the one Manning game? How's the Manning cast? They're like, oh, oh, oh! They try to talk two games at once, or they pick a game to talk about, or I actually don't know because I didn't try to watch it this week. I'm, I'll, I'll try to watch it this next week. No, I'm going to say, well, before we leave, I will say this one. I want to watch the, uh, what the, what is it, the game that they're doing the, for the kids, like where they're like action figures or something. <laughs> they got to get another Nickelodeon game, not but it's not the slime, but now it's going to be like they're like, 
cartoons or something. They're turning players into cartoons or like anime or action figures or something. I don't know what they're. Turning. I don't like it. I don't like it. Just play some good old fashioned electric football. Well, I Whenever like I like it like if it does it. what it's supposed to do, which is supposed to get kids into football and learning about football. Kids like to dance and want to be influencers. God, they do. Oh, on I mean, that. Like, they think that, like... <laughs> For sure the body, Patrick Gallagher, I'm Blake Higgins. Dance! Goddamn kids. Smell you later, we out. <laughs>